The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I always say that Monday is a chance to start over and try to get it right. And if that's the case, Lent even more so. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, March 6th, 2023, Monday of the second week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Colette, the daughter of a carpenter in Picardy, France. She was born in 1380, orphaned at 17, distributed her inheritance to the poor. She became a Franciscan tertiary and lived at Corby Abbey as a solitary. She soon became well known for her holiness and spiritual wisdom, but left her cell in 1406 in response to a dream which directed her to reform the poor Clares. Despite great opposition, she persisted and founded 17 convents with the reformed rule and reformed several other older convents. She was renowned for sanctity, ecstasies, and visions of the Passion, and she prophesied her own death in her convent at Ghent, Belgium, in 1447. Saint Colette, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for those who have suffered harm from members of the Church. May they find within the Church herself a concrete response to their pain and suffering. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe you are here that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we enter today the second week of Lent. So yesterday, the second Sunday of Lent, and here we are in the second full week of this holy season. For me, I'm really enjoying Lent. It's such a great opportunity to declutter, to refresh, to reset, refocus. So many things that slip uh, slip past our attention in, in the other, what is it, 11 months of the year. Jesus, it's such a gift that you give us through the church to be called to fasting, prayer and almsgiving. Things that we could say don't come naturally to us, and yet invaluable tools for renewing our desire for you, renewing our, our gaze upon you. Jesus, give us the grace not to waste these weeks. You know, maybe here we are in the second week of Lent and we're still trying to figure out what it is we're doing or what it is we're giving up. Or maybe, you know, we decided and it's all come crashing down already. It's not a problem. Jesus, this Lent is not about an endurance test. Um you know, can I, can I beat myself? Can I, can I get there? Can I do it? Can I win? No, no. 
I read a really interesting interview recently with a with a bishop um, about the, what's the point of Lent, and he said, the point of Lent is to get to Easter and say, did I arrive? Did I arrive at the goal? And the goal is you, Jesus. Am I a little bit closer to you than I was at the start of this season? Have I let go of some of my attachments, some of my um, my preferences? Have I tried to to want what God wants for my life and to let go a little bit of, of what I want? Jesus, these are the goals that we set ourselves in this season and, and whatever tools we're using, whatever concrete things we've we've given up, which is very important, concrete things are very important, or maybe something we're... Um, we're trying to trying to give uh, give away or um, take on ourselves. Whatever our practice is, it all has the same goal, and it's coming closer to you. So Jesus, let us see your heart in this time of prayer now as we pray, but in this season more generally. Let us see your heart. Let us feel ourselves drawn towards it, attracted by it. Your heart is one of mercy and compassion as we hear in the gospel today. You tell us, be compassionate as your father is compassionate. You ask us to show compassion, to show mercy. Very interesting word in in St. Luke's account that we hear in today's gospel. The word for compassion only appears in two other places in the whole of the scriptures. Oik tirmon, oik tirmon, oik tirmos refers to it translates a hebrew word which trans, which refers to um the bowels the the viscera in latin the viscera where we get the word visceral like in the depths of our guts this is where the lord is asking us to be compassionate jesus this is it's not just a surface level kindness or a surface level um politeness to one another no it's in our guts to be alongside suffering. This is what compassion is, compassio, to suffer with, to suffer alongside. Interesting, we could say maybe that compassion is the key word in the season of Lent. And one of the key words in the season of Easter is parakletos, the one who is called alongside. So the, the suffering alongside and the called alongside, the the suffering alongside that that you show us, Jesus, as you suffer with us and for us. And then in the season of Easter, you send us the, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the one who's who's alongside us in the mission. So your whole life, the whole of the divine life of the Lord is, is an alongsiding, a coming alongside us. And you instruct us in the gospel today to, to share that mission. Be compassionate. Be compassionate, you tell us. Be compassionate. Show compassion. Live. Live the sufferings of those around you. The prelate of Opus Dei, successor of St. Maria, has written a, a, a letter recently around this season of Lent in which he speaks about understanding, understanding and forgiving. That it's t- to make very much the, um, the concerns and the the needs and the interests of those around us, our concerns, our interests, to let what happens to my neighbour be significant for me, especially my friends, especially my family, 
you know, those, those who I am physically alongside for a lot of the time, to be very interested in what goes on for them. Jesus, this can be hard for us sometimes, and, and it's, even, it's even this can be a compassion for us. You know, not because necessarily someone is sharing a suffering with us, but, but because if we're honest, it can be a suffering sometimes to be alongside others. And so to have compassion in those moments is, is to say, well, you know, okay, this person frustrates me, this person gets on my nerves, and yet I'm called to, to share the same space as them. I'm called to love them. I'm called to be alongside them. I'm called to, to smile at them. Now, that lovely story about St. Therese of Lisieux, she found one particular sister very difficult in the convent. And she would write in her diary that, you know, she's, she finds it, her, this lady difficult and yet she's trying to love her the most. And at the end of her life, after she died, this sister truly felt that she had been Therese's favourite. The way she treated her in the convent, she, she felt deeply loved by Therese. And we could think, well, you know, was that, was that fake then? Because Therese didn't really like her. She was, was she kind of pretending? No, 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 because the Lord's love, Jesus, the way you love me, the way you call me to love is not simply in line with my preferences, but, but something deeper, something that says, wow, this mystery of the person in front of me that in a human sense grates on me a little bit or grates on me a lot. And yet, they are a son of God. They are a daughter of God. To suffer alongside that person is, in a sense, um, the call of today's gospel. To be alongside those we find difficult. To, un to try to understand, as the Prelatorius Day says in his letter. To try to, to um, love them. Love them in, in whatever their situation. The other place we can show compassion is is to ourselves. Because here we are in this season of Lent and, and maybe, you know, living it, we can live Lent in a surface way. It's easy to live Lent in a surface way. And yet under the surface, there's a lot going on for us all the time. There's sometimes things that we, we deeply suffer from. Maybe things that people say, things the way that we're treated, things that happen to us, um, significant things that can kind of knock us off course or uh, yeah wound us it's really important that i have compassion with myself in the deepest meaning of that word compassion that i that i suffer alongside my suffering that i don't feel that my suffering what i go through is something detached from the real me or that um you know that I, I go through this thing and there's nothing i can do about it i you know i um, maybe it's it's wounded me, and I and so I'm I'm grumpy with people around me. No, that would be that wouldn't be the right way to to experience my suffering. But rather to to get alongside my suffering and say, I I love you. I wonder if I can say that to myself sometimes in the places where I'm most deeply hurt. Perhaps I love you, Jesus. You say to us, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Well, well, I have to love myself. Therefore. I have to come alongside those places where I'm hurting, wounded, suffering in some way and say, I want to bring to my own hurt the compassion of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the presence of Jesus, that I can 
live a unity of life within my suffering. That I can be very present to it and choose, therefore, consciously to, to offer it to you, Jesus, as, as the gift that I offer you this Lent. These lovely places, many, many places that we can live out compassion. We go to Mother Mary. Mother, you are the, the lady of compassion, suffering truly alongside the suffering of your son, Jesus, on the cross, sharing his suffering in every ounce of it. We ask you for the grace, the prayers, to suffer alongside our friends, our family, those we find difficult, but also ourselves, wherever we find that most difficult. Lord, I give you thanks for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Monday of the second week of Lent, March 6th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be be gracious, and and bless us, us, and and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Make me channel of your peace where there is hatred let me bring your love where there is injury your pardon Lord and where there's doubt true faith channel of your peace where 
There's despair in life Let me bring home Where there is darkness Only light And where there's sadness Ever joy Oh Master grant That I may never Hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, Lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, You are my God. My life is in your hands. 
Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. For he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. A reading from the book of Exodus. Pharaoh was already near when the Israelites looked up and saw that the Egyptians were on the march in pursuit of them. In great fright, they cried out to the Lord and they complained to Moses. Were there no burial places in Egypt that you had to bring us out here to die in the desert? Why did you do this to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when we said, Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. Far better for us to be the slaves of the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses answered the people, Fear not. Stand your ground and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward. And you, lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two that the Israelites may pass through it on dry land. And I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers. The angel of God, who had been leading Israel's camp, now moved and went around behind them. The column of cloud also, leaving the front, 
took up its place behind them, so that it came between the camp of the Egyptians and that of Israel. But the cloud now became dark, and thus the night passed without the rival camps coming any closer all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so turned it into dry land. When the water was thus divided, the Israelites marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. The Egyptians followed in pursuit. All Pharaoh's horses and chariots and charioteers went after them right into the midst of the sea. In the night watch, just before dawn, the Lord cast through the column of the fiery cloud upon the Egyptian force a glance that threw it into a panic, and he so clogged their chariot wheels that they could hardly drive. With that, the Egyptians sounded the retreat before Israel, because the Lord was fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may flow back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at dawn the sea flowed back to its normal level. The Egyptians were fleeing head-on toward the sea when the Lord hurled them into its midst. As the waters flowed back, it covered the chariots and the charioteers of Pharaoh's whole army, which had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one of them escaped. But the Israelites had marched on dry land through the midst of the sea, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. Thus, the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. When Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore and beheld the great power that the Lord had shown against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Let us sing to the Lord, glorious in his triumph, horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. The, the Lord, Lord is my refuge and my defense. defense. He, he has, has become, become my, my Savior. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. The, the Lord, Lord is my refuge and my defense. defense. He, has he has become my Savior. From the Catechesis by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop the Israelites witnessed marvels. You also will witness marvels greater and more splendid than those which accompanied them on their departure from Egypt. You did not see Pharaoh drowned with his armies, but you have seen the devil with his weapons overcome by the waters of baptism. The Israelites passed through the sea. You have passed from death to life. They were delivered from the Egyptians. You have been delivered from the powers of darkness. 
the Israelites were freed from slavery to a pagan people. You have been freed from the much greater slavery to sin. Do you need another argument to show that the gifts you have received are greater than theirs? The Israelites could not look on the face of Moses in glory, though he was their fellow servant and kinsman. But you have seen the face of Christ in his glory. Paul cried out, We see the glory of the Lord with faces unveiled. In those days, Christ was present to the Israelites as he followed them, as, but he is present to us in a much deeper sense. The Lord was with them because of the favor he showed to Moses. Now he is with us not simply because of Moses, but also because of your obedience. After Egypt, they dwelt in the desert places. After your departure, you will dwell in heaven. Their great leader and commander was Moses. We have a new Moses, God himself, as our leader and commander. What distinguished the first Moses? Moses, Scripture tells us, was more gentle than all who dwelt on the, upon, upon the earth. We can rightly say the same of the new Moses, for there was with him the very spirit of gentleness united to him in his inmost being. In those days, Moses raised his hands to heaven and brought down manna, the bread of angels. The new Moses raises his hands to heaven and gives us the food of eternal life. Moses struck the rock and brought forth streams of water. Christ touches his table, strikes the spiritual rock of the new covenant, and draws forth the living water of the Spirit. This rock is like a fountain in the midst of Christ's table, so that on all sides the flocks may draw near to this living spring and refresh themselves in the waters of salvation. Since this fountain, this source of life, this table surrounds us with untold blessings and fills us with the gifts of the Spirit, let us approach it with sincerity of heart and purity of conscience to receive grace and mercy in our time of need. Grace and mercy be yours from the only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Through him and with him be glory, honor, and power to the Father and the life-giving Spirit, now and always and forever. Amen. When he grew up, Moses, guided by faith, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to suffer with the people of God rather than have the fleeting pleasures of sin. He fixed his gaze upon the reward God had promised. To bear the stigma of Christ was worth more to him than all the treasures of Egypt. With faith as his guide, he left Egypt behind. He, he fixed, fixed his, his gaze on the reward God had promised. Let us pray. O God, who have taught us to chasten our bodies for the healing of our souls, enable us, we pray, to abstain from all sins and strengthen our hearts to carry out your loving commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's Monday of the second week of Lent, March 6th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us that what you give is what you're going to get back. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It is true that we are taught to follow our consciences, but that's only a part of the story. We are to follow our well-formed consciences. And Lent is a good time to work on forming our consciences. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Every traveler who is serious about wanting to reach his destination must know the route clearly. He is grateful for clear signposting, although these pointers may at times indicate a narrow path through a more difficult terrain. He will steer well clear of routes which, although seeming to be quicker or less arduous, lead nowhere or to a precipice. We ought to have a great desire to form our conscience well, for it is the light that enables us to distinguish good from evil. It enables us to seek forgiveness and find our way back to the true path if we have lost sight of it. The church offers us the means, but she does not exempt us from the effort required to use these means responsibly. In our prayer today, we can ask ourselves, do I dedicate sufficient time to my religious formation, or do I allow myself to become absorbed by the other things that fill each day? Do I have a plan for reading, reviewed in spiritual guidance, which will help me make progress in doctrinal formation according to my age and background? Am I faithful to the magisterium of the church, knowing that there I find the light of truth rather than the contradictory opinions I often come across in matters of faith, social teaching, and so forth? Do I try to get to know the teachings of the popes and to make them known? Do I respect them with piety and docility? Do I frequently rectify my intention, offering up all my actions to God, taking into account our tendency to seek applause, recognition, and praise for what we do? Am I constantly aware that this is often where the deformation of one's conscience begins? We need light and clarity, both for ourselves and for those around us. This is our big responsibility. The Christian has been placed by God as a lamp to light up for others the way towards God. We ought to educate ourselves to face the rush of people who are going to press upon us with a specific and urgent question. Well then, what must I do? 
children, relatives, colleagues, friends, they all look to our behavior, and we have the responsibility of leading them to God. And so that the blind person's guide is not himself also blind, it is not enough to have second-hand knowledge or mere hearsay. To lead our friends and relatives to God, a vague and superficial knowledge of the route is not enough. We need to have walked it ourselves. It is essential for us to have closer dealings with our Lord, to get to know His doctrine better, to struggle against our own specific defects. In a word, it means making progress ourselves in interior life and example. Whoever has the mission of proclaiming great things, says St. Gregory the Great, is also under obligation to practice them. And only if we personally put things into practice will we be effective when we come to talk about them. When Jesus Christ wanted to teach his disciples how to acquire a spirit of service to one another, he wrapped a towel around himself and washed their feet. This is what we have to do to make Christ known. We ourselves have to be exemplary in our daily obligations, putting into practice the doctrine of our Lord. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God. 
when when will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long. Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, Show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, 
and will be forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the sun of truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the book of Exodus. You have seen for yourselves how I bore you up on eagle wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God God himself himself will set set me free from from the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And And from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God God himself will set me free from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. Be compassionate and forgiving, as your Father is, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Be compassionate and forgiving, as your Father is, says the Lord. Let us pray. Blessed be God the Father, for his gift of this sacrifice of praise. In the spirit of this Lenten season, let us pray. Instruct Instruct us, Lord, in the the ways ways of your kingdom. God of power and mercy, give us the spirit of prayer and repentance. With burning love for you and for all mankind, instruct Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Help us to work with you in making all things new in Christ. And in spreading justice and peace throughout the world. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Teach us the meaning and value of creation. So that we may join its voice to ours as we sing your praise. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Forgive us for failing to see Christ in the poor, the distressed, and the troublesome. And for our failure to reverence your Son in their persons. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. And to these intercessions we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Instruct us, Lord, in the ways of your kingdom. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who have taught us to chasten our bodies for the healing of our souls, enable us, we pray, to abstain from all sins and strengthen our hearts to carry out your loving commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.